hello, hello, and hello, everybody. I'm just saying hello and welcome. Anyway, hello and welcome to our favorite weather. Welcome you on this um, Easter Friday. Hope and pray that you had a lovely day. So formal, Uncle. We welcome you on this Easter Friday. Hello, that was the politician in me. The politician. <laughs> the politician. Why? 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 Okay. Uh, so Good Friday. Can we just. What makes you think I ain't gonna be sassy just because? It's Good Friday. Jesus then risen. I'm gonna be sassy. He about to come. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? You think I'm gonna sit here and be like all summer? I am out here celebrating the risen king. You think I'm not gonna? <laughs> you play games. Stop playing. Uh, welcome everybody. Um, I am Sandy Sneeder, aka G, and I am with Sati. And welcome you to episode 14, is that correct? Yo! Episode 14. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, today we will be looking at Matthew chapter 8. But before we do that, um, we want to just. What do you want to do that? We want to. I have no idea what social we want pages, to do. Social media pages. Tell me. There we go, that's so what please, we want to do. Yeah, please <laughs> elaborate on that. <laughs> while I sip on my hot chocolate. Ooh, look at you, must be nice. Alright, so um, if you want to engage with us, um, critique, give us feedback, all those awesome things, or if you just want to send us a nice love letter, considering that we're married, but like, you know, still love letters, um, within the boundaries of that. <laughs> okay, way to make things spicy um, for no reason. <laughs> hit us up on Facebook, at Sikisumokoti, or at Sanditi Etsuzengana, yeah. or uh, on Twitter, at Etsuzengana. Or Instagram at Otherwise, if you listen on Anchor, you can send a voice message over there, or you can send us an email at Sitiso, S E I T I S O G, capital G, M O G O T S I, capital M, at gmail.com. I think the email is attached onto our profile. I yes. just click over there, you click. Yeah, same thing. Clink, clink. Clink, clink. Well, whatever, fun. yeah. It's not my mother. <laughs> click over there, send us an email, and yeah, let's connect. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, as I said, that today we're going to be looking at Matthew chapter 8. Um, we're going to be looking, the first segment will be verses 1 and 4, and 5 to 13, the next one, and then 14 to 17, and so forth. Until the we didn't end of the say chapter. that before. Don't say as I said when you didn't say it. I said that I wasn't reading Matthew chapter 8. True. I did say, say that. that. So this Cecily lady is going to read for us. Because I read nice. Because you read very nice. Uh, okay. what's ow. From, we are reading from the massage. So if you're reading from the massage, it's going to sound the same. If you're reading from other translations, you are more than welcome to do that. Remember the aim here is not for you to prove to anybody that you can read a complicated translation or that you can read in English for that matter. If you're yeah. comfortable with your upper class, Kasat Tswana, Venda, Shitonga, Sisutu, Tswana, Sipedi, yeah, I don't know if they are Chinese or Hindi Bible. Yeah, we've got Hindi is another religion. I'm, I want culture. But anyway, um, yeah, if you have um a Bible in your own language, do that. Get in there. Right, verse one, two. Yeah. Okay. Jesus came down the mountain 
with the cheers of the crowd still ringing. He said, Yeah! Jesus! 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 It's your birthday. You done. Okay, then a leper appeared and went to his knees before Jesus, praying, Master, if you want to, you can heal my body. Listen to the humility if you want to. Jesus reached out and touched him, saying, I want to be clean. Also, very succinct, very straightforward, and to the point. Yeah. Then, there, all signs of the leprosy were gone. Jesus said, Don't talk about this all over town. This is reinforcing what we talked about in the past um, chapter and chapter 7. Like, and chapter 6 is like, it's not a show. You know? Like, Jesus, like, there's no need. Just quietly present your healed body mm. to the priest along with the appropriate expressions of thanks to God. Mm. You're cleansed and grateful life, not your words. Oh, or bear witness to what I have done. Sadie, you want to hit us up with a bit of a comment on that? Okay, cool. Um, I like the, the first part that you said about the humility of this guy coming to Jesus if you want to. Yeah. I think it's also very important to just note his, his demeanor, his attitude, his, um, his willingness to suffer. Like, look, if you want to, you yeah. can heal my body. Doesn't it take us back to the Lord's Prayer as well? Mm. It's simple. Yes. And, you know, um, so, yeah, and so Jesus heals him. But now, the part that was really, for me, very interesting was the last part where he says that now go and present your cleansed body mm. to the priest. Yeah. Um, Jesus in Matthew chapter 5 verse 17 If you are a woman you listen to this Get you a man that can make hot chocolate In fact, get you a man that can cook carrots And that's where that discussion ends Sorry, Stop babe. advertising It's so beautiful <laughs> Okay, so um, Jesus in Matthew 5 verse 17 says I have come not to abolish the law but to fulfill it So how does this now connect with what we just did here mm. um, in Leviticus chapter 14 yeah. God gives Moses instructions about um, how you treat sick people or people yes. with disease um, not necessarily how you treat but what is the law regarding sorry that, that, that's, yeah, that's, with that's a, a contagious that's disease yes. with an infectious disease so when, when you are healed mm. because firstly you are separated from the people yeah. Jesus is touching a person that is considered unclean and is living alone outside the city gates, yeah. outside the tent, and he's excommunicated. Mm. So Jesus touches this man and he heals him. And now Jesus says to him, Go to the priest yeah. and show him your healed body, fulfilling the Leviticus law yeah. that you must go to the priest and present your body mm. after you've been healed so that you can yeah. be welcomed back mm. into the community. So again, Jesus came okay. to fulfill the law, mm. not to abolish not it. To do away with mm. And then the last striking part in that um, exchange, mm. and he says that your cleansed and grateful life, not yeah. your words, will bear witness to what I've done here. Mm. We said it yesterday, or rather in the episode, in the prior episode, that actions speak way louder than words. Yeah, very often. Jesus is not wanting you to merely talk about it, but to live a life of gratitude. Yeah. And the truth is, you can say so much of nothing. Mm. So long as your actions say otherwise, we are saying a whole lot of nothing. Exactly. Alright, I think that those are the points for me that I just wanted to cover in that first part mm. about Jesus giving the man with lepers. Now we're going to move to verse 5 to 13, the faith of the saint. 
centurion. Okay. As Jesus entered the village of Capernaum, or Capernaum, Carpenaum. That village. Carpenaum. I'm gonna call it Carpenaum because that's the name of the village. A Roman captain came up in a panic and said, Master, my servant is sick. He can't walk. He is in terrible pain. Jesus said, I'll come and heal him. Oh no, said the captain. I don't want to put you to all the trouble. Like, no need, no need. Ah, Jesus, my guy. No trouble, uh, no need. Yeah. Hmm. Just give the order and my servant will be fine. I am a man who takes orders and gives orders. Mm. I tell one soldier, go, and he goes. To another, come, and he comes. To my slave, do this, and he does it. Mm. Then taking a bag, Jesus said, I've yet to come across this kind of simple trust in Israel. The very people who are supposed to know all about God and how he works. This man is the vanguard of many outsiders who will soon be coming from all directions, streaming in from the east, pouring in from the west, sitting down at God's kingdom banquet alongside Abraham, Isaac, and David. Then those who grew up in faith, and our faith here is put in um, so those who grew up in faith but had no faith we will explain this later will find themselves out in the cold outsiders to grace and wondering what happened then jesus turned to the captain and said go what you believe This is a remarkable story, um, and uh, what makes it remarkable is that this centurion yeah. is a Roman, um, is a Roman army general. General, yeah. So he's outside the the Israelite community. Yeah, he's, he's not, not an Israelite. He's not. Thank you. He's not an Israelite. He's a man who's outside. He comes to Jesus with humility. He says, "Look." All I need from you is to say the word yeah. because I come from a position of authority. Mm. You know, like this points to the authority of God's word. Because yes. he knew that mm. all was needed was for Jesus to say, Just to say the word. Say the word mm. and it shall be done. Because yep. he also comes from an understanding and a background of authority. Mm. And so he understands what how authority works. Yeah. He did not take for granted God's word. He did not question it. He did not mm. second guess it. He did not. Um, Trifle it or anything like that. Yeah. He just believed that if Jesus said yes, then the answer was yes. Yeah. There was no two ways about it. Mm. And another thing that I find very interesting about this chap, this this um, this, this, <laughs> this general, is yeah. his um, it, it's his care for his servant. Mm. Um, he's saying like he's interceding for him on his behalf. It's like, please help my. My, my servant who is sick mm. is not asking for himself he's asking for someone else yeah there's, there's, he's being very selfish yes. yeah there is um there's a power in that when we put the needs of others ahead of ours mm. or not necessarily putting them ahead of ours but also yeah. just caring enough about other people to do something about that yeah um, so yeah that's that and um, then um can i just add something yeah regarding to um, another verse 
It says, This man is the vanguard of many outsiders who will soon be coming from all directions. Um, God is very clearly pointing out to um, us here that there are so many people that are going to come into the kingdom of God new to this. They need to come in purity. They need to come in excited. Some are going to come in broken at the ends of their knees. Mm. Okay? But then later on, he differentiates those people that are going to come in into the kingdom yeah. with those that have known or grew up in faith. So my family goes to church all the time. My mom and my dad pray or my family prays. You know what I mean? Like I'm covered. You know what I mean? So it says that then those that grew up in the faith but have no faith will find themselves out in the mm. cold, outside of the grace and wondering what happened. Mm. I think yet again God has been very clear that, that it's not enough to call yourself a Christian. Yes. Um you mentioned earlier on excuse me when we were prepping that um that that quote um just because you live in the garage doesn't make you a car yeah going to church doesn't make you a believer um going to church or singing christian songs doesn't necessarily mean that you believe and trust in the word of god and it's actions yes it's your actions and don't find yourself shocked one day don't find yourself shocked about what happened when you knew all along spend time in confidence with yeah. God. You didn't want to find out what it is he wants and what his will was. So, yeah. And there's also a warning there, like um, you say that in, in air quotes that people in the faith. Mm-hmm. Now they mention later in that um, Isaac, Jacob and uh, Abraham because those are the, the Israelite nation is the chosen nation. Yeah. They're the people that are supposed to know about God. They're the people that are supposed to be leading yes. the charge for God. And yet, they have become complacent yeah. and they've sacrificed yeah. um, their relationship with God for yeah. material things or whatever else they were doing in those days. Yeah. We should not be complacent. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. Because the, the, the gospel is not just now for the exclusive. Yeah. It is for everyone. Yeah. And if we're not careful, we'll find ourselves outside God's grace yeah. if we carry on being complacent. Amen. Remember what we said in chapter 6 and 7 that your salvation is not your ticket to heaven. Mm. Right? Um, and I'm having a silent stutter here. I'm not sure what I'm going through, but I'm having a, a silent stutter. Um, so your salvation is not, oh, we might take it so I can sit there and wait because I'm guaranteed to yeah. heaven. Um, do the work. Um, fulfill God's will for us. Let's obey His teachings. Let's, let's obey what He wants. Let's obey the authority of God's will. Yes. Yeah. Mm. So, will you read for us verses 14 to 17? I will. Although, verse 17. Okay, cool. I'll go nothing. By this time, they were in front of Peter's house. On entering, Jesus found Peter's mother in law sick in bed. Burning up with fever. Ooh, sounds like something we know. <laughs> he touched her hand and the fever was gone. No sooner was she up on her feet than she was fixing dinner for him. That evening, a lot of demon afflicted people were brought to him. He removed the inwardly tormented, he cured the bodily ill, he fulfilled Isaiah's well known sermon. He took our illness in 
that sermon is found in Isaiah chapter 53. That's what we're talking about today. The foretelling of what Jesus would do. And now Jesus is doing what has been said that he would do. And that for me just points to the consistency of God's word. That God is consistent in the promises that he makes. He's consistent in who he is. He's consistent in his character. His faithfulness is unlimited truthful as well because you can trust him yeah yeah can i just say something unrelated completely unrelated but potentially useful i know that (laughs) potentially potentially useful um i've always wondered where this communication and this sort of thing fit in when you're christian and especially stuff like mantras and this sort of thing like do i say some weird chanting words am i summoning things that i don't know because like we all understand that meditation is hearing spiritually and making us hear from God and come to right you. Um, if you use just these two lines, that's literally a Christian mantra yeah. on its own. That can put you so deep into the presence of God in just that, that five minutes. Like just close your eyes, relax, and just keep on repeating to yourselves. He took our illnesses. He took my disease. He took my troubles. By his he stripes carried I'm my stress. Mm-hmm. By his stripes I'm healed. Like find any other scripture that affirms him. And do yourself a favor. When you're doing that, mention him. He is Jesus. He is God. He's our Lord and Savior. That way you are protecting yourself against any other thing that betrays itself as well. You also capture every form that presents itself as the same against the knowledge of God. Yeah. 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 So, like I said, And then, um, where are we? We are at. Um, no, we didn't. Um, we're at verse 19. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so we're actually verse 18. Jesus saw that a curious crowd was growing by the minute. He told his disciples to get him out of there. Excuse me, to the other side of the lake. Can you imagine Jesus just trying to be on the other side while people are like, hey, this guy. As they left, a religion scholar asked if he could go along. I'll go with you wherever, he said. Excuse me. Jesus was hurt. Are you ready to rough it? Um, the message being clarified. We're not staying in the West End, you know? Another follower said, Master, excuse me for a couple of days. Please, I have my father's funeral to take care of. Jesus refused. First thing first. I can just imagine Jesus like pointing with his like pinky. Just like, firstly, your business is life, not death. Follow me and pursue life. There's an order here and there's a promise here. Yeah. He who follows God gains life. Mm. That's true. That is, yeah. Um, I like the the heading in, in the message. It says that your business is life, mm. not death. Yeah. The NIV says the cost of following Jesus. Mm. Um, and then the NIV, um, when the guy says, can I come with you? And it's like, mm. Jesus says to him, horses and wolves and mm. something else, um, but the son of man has no place yeah, we ain't to lay his head. Mm. Following Jesus is a costly affair. 
Yeah. It's gonna cost you in the material world. Comforts. Yeah. yeah. In the material world, it's a little costly. Mm. It requires let go of certain comforts, if not all of them. Yeah. Right. Like, um, if you're not gonna be staying at Airbnbs or in hotels or yeah. backpackers or any of those things. Yeah. It's it's gonna require you to make some sacrifices. It's life on the move. Mm. It's it's meant to be. Not focused on earthly comforts, not focused on securing yes. things for yourself, yeah. but rather going out and making disciples and going into the world. Think of missionaries yes. that go out. That's that's the idea that I think Jesus was yeah. saying. Like you need to go out. Yeah. Don't focus on securing a place for yourself or any of those things. Yeah. Um, don't be so bothered about material things. Don't be so neglected by material things as well. Yeah. Um, that I think that's that part with that guy. Like, mm-hmm. I have no place to stay. If you want to come with. I mean, like we see in the, in the in verse fourteen to seventeen, he was in, he was at Peter's mother's house, mm-hmm. assuming that he slept there or he was there for a couple of days, because that's what Jesus did. He went from one of the disciples' houses to his next one, yeah. visiting wherever he was preaching, he was welcomed into yeah. by families. He didn't have his own place. Also, talking about that, if you read like other um, scriptures, you'll notice that Jesus went only where he was welcomed, and he often advised his disciples as well. He often told them like go knock at that house if you welcome go in yeah. um, and bless that house mm. but if that house rejects you rebuke them move on yeah. Yeah. yeah they're not ready for you yet. keep it moving they're not they, ready yeah keep it moving they're mm. not ready for you yet mm. and so now then <laughs> this is other no interest now. whatsoever enforcing things he's not that guy he's not at all mm. um this other encounter with this chap that wants to go bury his dad Assuming that his dad was sick or was close to his deathbed or you know, the yeah. he just needed to take care of. Yeah. The, the warning that I get from that is that like there, are, there are, there's always things in life that prevent us from following Jesus. So there's always Ooh, things yes. in life that mm. come up and seem more important than doing this. Like, a few little things that you need to yes, take and fix. I just want to get my life right, man. You know, like I just want to get my degree first yeah. and then I look let me get secure a job and then I'll yeah. Once I get married, I'll do this thing mm. for Jesus. Once they, the, there'll always be things, mm. you know, like your your business, your focus is yeah. following Jesus right now. Yeah. We should, yeah, we should not let um, or come up with excuses or things to do. Yeah. And I mean, like this thing with, with the father is kind of drastic, but I yeah, think that's exactly the point. Very dramatic, but knowing who God is, He has no time to listen to people. Yeah. This is what it is. That's it. You need to forego off. Yeah. Your dad and his sickness and all those things. I mean, like mm. Abraham was put to the test. Yeah. He had to put his only son that he waited ninety years to have. Yeah. That's how drastic God is. That's 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 the kind of mentality, the kind of attitude, the kind of faith that we need to have yeah. in Him to let go of everything else. Is it easy? I, I don't think it is. Definitely not. I don't think it is. Yeah. Um, but that's what is required of us. Simply translated: Seek first the kingdom mm. of God, and all these things shall follow. We need to let go in order to follow. Yep. Yeah. Sacrifices are required. Yes. That is our focal point. X marks the spot. Yeah. And the spot is the kingdom. That's it. And then the last, uh, not the last, the second last part of this today's is um, Jesus coming the storm. That is from verse twenty-three to verse twenty-seven. Then he got in the boat. His disciples with him. The next thing they knew, they were in a severe storm. Waves were crashing into the boat and they were sound asleep. 
sounds like something we know. God, where are you during this time? We are losing businesses. We are losing money. Our president is crazy. Two more weeks? What? <laughs> sounds like something we know. Where, where you at, Jesus? Why are you throwing shade right now? <laughs> I'm throwing shade at myself. They roused him, pleading, Master, save us. We are going down. Jesus reprimanded him. Why are you such cowards? Such faint hearts. I think that is Oye of Little Faith. Yeah. Yeah. Then he stood up and told the winds to be silent. He rebuked the wind. Yeah, I almost said the wind. <laughs> he rebuked the wind. And then told sea to quiet down like shh, 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 shh. We're trying to travel here, I think. Silence. Sea became smooth as glass. The men rubbed their eyes. Like, obviously, you rub your eyes in the shop. You know, people that struggle with their eyesight when you wear glasses and it's been a long day and you're tired. You just want to be able to see. Please, please. They were just, they were shocked. You know, what's going on here? When did he come to heal at his command? Like, who is this guy? Who is he that he rebukes the wind and the seas? Who is he that sees listen to him? Who is this king of glory? You know? That pursues you. Who's this guy? Mm. I mean, they've known him as teacher. These people know Jesus. And they present him at this moment and they're like, who are you? And I think there, there's a beauty in that though. Because to me, it just tells us that the longer we are with God, the more we find out more about him. Mm. And it's always pleasant and surprising. Just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, come at me, bro. It's amazing, you know. And like, on the other hand, you could look at it. Oh my word! How did they know that he could do yeah. this? But on the one side, look at it this way: they are finding out yet another thing about a God that they know, mm-hmm. about ma- a man that they call teacher yeah. and master, and they find out one more thing. Like, oh wow, okay, so you can just tell the sea and the storm to hush and to hush. Like, that's how powerful, that, that, that's who you is? Yeah. Are we not in awe of what we find out about him? Yeah. The deeper we go, yeah. the more we go into the midst of the storm. Blessed are those. Blessed are those. Mm. Your struggle is not meant to take you out of the presence of God but it's supposed to drag you so far and so deep into the middle of that ocean that is your turmoil mm. that is conflict that is your pain that is yes. disease so that you may find out mm. that he can hush it down hey. that he Ooh. is in control he is in charge even when it doesn't feel like he is mm. even when it feels as though he is sleeping are we of not little faith when we go through a struggle and we question, where are you? Do we not know that he is there all along? He was there. He will be there. He is there. He is. Mm. I am that I am. Mm. That sentence on its own just explains <laughs> so many levels. Where are you? I am here. Uh. What are you doing? I am doing I am working. all of it. I am working. I am. 
You might not I see am. it. You might I, not feel it, but I am working. I am the answer to every question that you have. Mm. I am all of it. I am the plan. I am the bearer of the plan. I am the focus. I am the goal. The beginning and the end. No friend, never. There is a man beside me. Hi guys, we are privileged. We are privileged to know such a mighty king. I pray that we may never take that for granted. That's for granted. Yeah. We are so privileged. Yeah. <coughs> Shall we continue? Let's continue from verse 28. Alright. They landed in the country of the Gardaringers. Yes, by that country, and were met by two madmen, victims of Gideon, coming out of the cemetery. Excuse me. The men had terrorized the region for so long that no one considered it safe to walk down that stretch of road anymore. Seeing Jesus, the madmen screamed out, What business do you have given us a hard time? Jesus hadn't even said anything. The audacity for these (laughs) demons were terrorizing people to ask Jesus. Why are you giving us a hard time? Yeah. Also, he hasn't okay. said anything. He hasn't done. They, they his just mere saw him. presence. Yeah. <laughs> they were aware of his presence. Yeah. And then, then they got scared. They got agitated. Evil is shook in the presence of God. They got agitated. All right, carry on. Sorry. Struggle is shook in hey. the presence of our mighty God. Amen. Coronavirus don't know yes. us in the presence of our Lord and Savior. Amen. Do get that. Amen. You are the son of God. Mm. You weren't supposed to show up here yet. Off in the distance, a herd of pigs was browsing and rooting. The evil spirits begged Jesus, if you kick us out of these men, let us live in the pigs. (laughs) So now we're pleading, huh? We are bargaining with God right now. Now we are bargaining. We are bargaining with God. Like, all right. Jesus said, go ahead, but get out of here. Praised. The pigs stampeded over a cliff into the sea and drowned. Scared to death, the swine herds halted. They told everyone back in town what had happened to the madmen and the pigs. Those who heard about it were angry about the drowned pigs. A mob formed and demanded that Jesus get out and not come back. Listen to that. They demanded that he goes. But first, I just want to talk about the, the, the demons mm. right yeah knowing that Jesus was in town yeah he, like you said he didn't say anything mm. they felt his presence yep. they knew his presence and they were scared yeah. and they were agitated this is the authority of Jesus mm. it is confirmed by mm. even the most evil of spirits they know yeah Jesus yeah they know him and they know what he's capable of. Yeah. And it's the same, whatever demons we are battling with mm. right now in our lives, in our own personal lives, yeah. whatever struggles, mm. all we need to do is just um, hand it over to Jesus. Mm. That being said, the devil is very aware of the God that he's mm. but it doesn't mean he's not going to try and eat you. And he's always keeping your focus away from you. He is definitely going to try to rescue you because he knows mm. how powerful you are in his presence. Not at your own power, but 
because of the power that resides in you. Because the Bible says that greater is He that is within you than the one that's in the world. Yep. He will do anything to shift your focus from that spirit that lives in you. Mm. Because He knows just what power yeah. lies in you because of that spirit sure. that's in you. But this is a part that also gets to me, and it's kind of reminiscent of today, mm. especially in light of yesterday's announcement. That part where the people of the town were told what happened yeah. and they got angry mm. because they lost livestock. Yeah. It seems to me that they didn't care about the people, those two guys mm. who were tormented because those two guys yeah. did not do what they were doing by choice. They were controlled by an evil spirit. Yeah. Now that they have been delivered, now mm. that they are free, and they are sharing the word of God. And they God. are sharing, they are testifying to what had happened. All the community can hear is, oh no, we lost We lost money. Not hang on, you sound normal. Let's see what happens here. The, the community now is free to walk by the cemetery again. Mm. No one is terrorizing them anymore. Yep. But what's <laughs> more important to them yeah. is their pigs. Mm. They're concerned about their pigs, their, their financial estate. That's exactly what this is all is shady at the beginning. God, where are you? Our economy is breaking Exactly. Down. Now, some people are angry on social media. I've been reading, people are angry about mm. the extension of the lockdown. Yeah. Saying that this, this lockdown is going to kill livelihoods. Mm. But there is no livelihood if there is no life. Yeah. And the truth is, it will kill livelihoods. I saw a quote though yesterday, just to kind of like shake that up a little. I mm. saw a quote on social media, I think it was on Facebook, that says, We know mm. how to fix the economy. Yes. What we don't know is how to bring back know that the economy will be at a mess it will happen it's bound to happen but this too shall pass yeah exactly it will pass and we will rebuild how many times have we rebuilt as a society so many times countless times when there's been a crash here or yeah. a depression there or whatever we the case will might rebuild. be yet we still stand it's the same with these people and their pigs yeah. these pigs are dead sure granted mm. there'll be more pigs yeah there'll be more This has been an incredible chapter for me. I don't know about you. I've thoroughly enjoyed just going through Matthew chapter 8. It's really fascinating. I'm loving going through um, Matthew, period. And it kind of speaks to today's mm. um, world as well. Like, I feel like all the way from chapter 1 when we started, yes. it just it keeps on speaking so much to what we're going right through now. right now yes. as different nations and as a country, particularly in South Africa. It's, it's, it hits home yes. so much. But that's what I love about the Bible word, is that it's relevant no matter what no matter what time period you're in as yeah. well. The word of God is relevant no matter how old you are, no matter what age you're living yeah. in. It, yeah, it, it has no boundaries when it comes. It knows no time by the standard of men. Yeah. So beautiful people, we trust that you've had a pleasant and an enjoyable Easter Friday. Yeah. We trust that you've enjoyed this episode. Yeah, Again, we, we really do encourage feedback. We encourage your comments. Yeah. We want to hear from you guys. Please get in, get hold of us, get in touch with us via the social media um, platforms yeah. or via voice note via anchor.fm. Yeah. So for, for us, thank you again for lending us your ears. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you and we just pray that God would bless you. God would make his face shine towards you and keep you and give you peace. Stay safe and remain safe. Enjoy the rest of the Easter weekend. Yeah. Bye. By the way, oh, add the jam way. and butter on your hot cross buns. Warm them up. My word. <laughs> Girl, bye. Bye. <laughs>